Thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and Horror Movie Review Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Hobbs and Horror. I'm Eric. Jason. Oliver. Oliver, huh? <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> Oliver, close off. <laughs> I haven't actually heard that one before. No. It seems like I should have. <laughs> and we're back with another episode. Uh, today's movie is... Psycho Gorman. Yeah, we'll see if Eric can remember anything of the movie that we just watched. <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming in at a high 6.2 IMDb rating, which I think... Might be the highest so far. I think actually Sleepaway Camp was in the sevens, wasn't it? I don't Does know. I don't, but, I don't believe that. But it's one of, <laughs> one of the higher ones. Gavin's going to kick it off with a little yeah. uh, plot oh, I'm synopsis do plot? for yeah. this. Okay, so we've got a brother and a sister... And as part of losing this game, one of them has to be buried alive. <laughs> so they they dig up, well, they dig a hole, and inside the hole they find a gem. And the gem, unknown to them, controls this intergalactic monster <laughs> who just destroys worlds uh, one person at a time. Um, so it kind of turns from, uh, it goes back between horror and comedy because it's, there's blood everywhere. This is one of the messier movies out there, but um, because the because this killing machine is controlled by like an eight year old girl or whatever she is, he does some pretty wacky stuff. Yeah, so That's pretty much does sum it up. So. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> you, you, the whole movie is this the little girl having control over this this monster that destroys worlds. And they get into all sorts of shenanigans. Yeah. And one of the first things I would say about this movie is that this felt very much not like a horror movie. Yeah. For mm-hmm. a big part of it. Yeah. Like, don't, don't get me wrong, there's tons of gore, there's tons of blood. Mm-hmm. But it almost feels like a kid's movie yep. with a ton of gore and blood. You know what? Right? And I... I haven't read too many like interviews with the the guy who made it or whatever, mm. but I did get do get the feeling that uh, you know they the, the whoever directed this grew up watching horror movies probably, mm-hmm. and back in the eighties there was definitely a blur between what was like an adult for adults and what was for kids. Yeah, um, yeah. so you know you'd have movies that seemed to be geared towards kids, but they had a lot of adult themes, a lot of adult like. It, the gore stuff like that. Can you think of any examples of that from the eighties? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, uh, my head's just not. I, I'm the the eighties, not specifically horror, but the eighties were really great for kid led movies like The Goonies or Adventures in Babysitting. The Gate. The Gate. Yeah. Um, even Labyrinth to some degree. Yeah. I mean, movies where. Kids and teenagers were really the main characters on these grand adventures. Yeah, so I think growing up like that, probably, uh, I, you know, I think there was it was trying to get back to that a little bit, like to to make it a movie that you know, because there's no sex in the movie. Yeah, you know, there's nothing that you know. Or... There was a lot of blood in it, but it, I guess I would almost call it it was very tasteful. Blood. Yeah, it was comical. <laughs> you know, was, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it it wasn't anything that you were like, oh, mm-hmm. gross. It was more, yeah, like more funny than anything. Right. So I think that's part of why they, you know, like the, the kids were involved in everything. I think that's, you know, it's meant to be enjoyable for everybody, I think. And it actually has a very heartwarming 
underlying plot to it. You know, a very yeah. because the girl <laughs> the girl, yes, controls Gemstone. the monster yeah. Yeah. or whatever, but at the end she loses control of the monster and the mo- monster still doesn't kill her. No, because... just the entire world. Yeah, but he does say he's going to go <laughs> kill the entire world, but yeah. he's going to let her and her family live. Mm-hmm. Real love. Yeah, that is real love. That's actually just what he said, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, can I... I want to throw something in here real quick. Yeah. So, if, if we're dropping these episodes in order, this is episode four, and this is the first one... Where Jason has seen it, and I haven't. Uh, well, Eric hasn't either. But but up to this point, Jason and I had seen all the movies, uh, so I was coming in fresh here. Yeah. Uh, and and so, uh, Jason, you want to throw in why why you subjected us to this? Sure. Well, you know, this is one of those movies. Honestly, it was more for my benefit than anyone else's because <laughs> I just enjoy watching movies with people that haven't seen them before yeah. and watching their reactions. So watching you guys, because you and I have watched horror movies together forever. And yeah. So it's fun just watching that. But um, as far as why, well, you were the one who wanted to watch it for the podcast. I was the one that was like gung-ho about it, but... I think, right? I don't I don't know. But either way, I personally I don't think it belongs on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, you know, it, it cuz it's really not a bad movie at no. all. You know, it's, it's not uh, it's not bad good or bad no, bad. No, it's just it's, good. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's just a good movie, but um yeah, I mean uh I think it's it's you know, it works for it's it's a horror comedy, so just like the bad movies that end up being funny. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I mean, that's really one of the only reasons to watch a bad movie is because it's funny. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, I'll throw a movie that's actually legitimately good and funny, but really not big, like a big movie. You know, it can be fun. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I got nothing. On yeah. it. He doesn't know why he watched the movie. So no. one of the interesting things I found out researching this movie a little bit was that this movie had a, I mean, I guess it's not a big budget comparatively for movies, but it was almost a million dollar budget. Yeah. But in the article I read that was talking about this, they said that only 50,000 of those, of that million dollars went to the actual effects yeah. in the movie. And ironically, there was a lot of effects and mm-hmm. they weren't, I mean, some of them were kind of cheesy, but as far as up to this point of watching these movies, it probably had some of the best effects. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's probably fair. I mean, it's, I mean, there's not a whole lot that, to compare it to so far, yeah. but and yeah. But when you say effects, I wonder what they are speaking about, because like the if they're talking about like the CGI they use and stuff, I can definitely see why it'd be under 50,000 or 50,000. But if like the... The costumes on these people, like that, that weird, yeah. cool canister thing that sprays blood all over <laughs> yeah, everybody, yeah. like that guy. I mean, I can't imagine all those, you know, and the brain, there's a brain and a robot, <laughs> and and then the brain itself, there's two brains it's in this in fucking movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a kid that gets turned into a brain, a giant brain with eyeballs. Which, ironically... After he gets turned to his br- into a brain, his family is completely okay with it. Yeah, him. I, don't I mean, know. they just yeah. sit down and eat dinner with their brain now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and the, the 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 dad, who's my favorite character in in the movie, doesn't even really like when he that kid gets first gets turned into a brain. He sees his baseball bat get broken over PG Psycho Gorman because the mom comes out 
and she hits him with a, a baseball bat and it breaks his favorite baseball bat. And he comes running out of the house, doesn't even look at the fucking brain, just jumps over the brain. <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah, so... And, and I thought... I think it's worth mentioning, too, if you watch this movie, the... While the costumes are kind of impressive... Oh, it's corny. It, yeah. It's very corny and it's very cheesy, so if you yeah. like... If that's something that bothers you, you might be like, what are these guys talking about with this being a decent movie? Yeah. Because the costumes were not stellar. Yeah, the, I mean, the, they were actually done very well, but they were done with the... They, they were done cheesy. really well, but yeah, it was it was like a, a darker version of Power Rangers villains. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a very good way of um, describing which it. Which, I mean, I'm totally on board with. I'm cool with that. But, yeah, but they don't... I mean, they look like foam. And yeah. they, this movie by far had the most plot. Would you agree with that? Uh, I mean... Sure. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty low bar. <laughs> I mean, for the considering what we've been watching. watching. But, yeah, out of the ones maybe that we've seen so far. Yeah. Which I gotta say, also... Eric confirmed this after watching it that Janitor still is his favorite of the the four movies that we've seen. I am. I will say that I think Janitor is probably for what Janitor was. It's still the best. I'm not. I'm going to say that it's your these favorite two, movie now. <laughs> I'm going to say that these two movies were on par. Yeah, yeah, that's where I would probably go with it. And as far as like a a true horror movie, the janitor was far superior because it was a true horror movie. Whereas this movie was very borderline in my opinion. All, well, when you said that, that, when you said they were kind of on par with each other, I was thinking about it and I'll be, yeah. Like when I, when we watched the janitor, I will say that even though it was like no budget at all, I still it was just as enjoyable along the way as this movie was. It's not as good of a movie, but it's definitely, was just as enjoyable. I like Psycho Gorman better, but uh, even though, uh, even though on the janitor, I, I give it ten out of ten. <laughs> You're gonna so, <laughs> so I can't really, I can't really go yeah. above that. But I mean, I would probably rewatch Psycho Gorman more than I would rewatch the That's janitor. Yeah. I I thought it was enjoyable. I think that. I think it's the kind of movie, and I mean, you've seen it a few times now, Jason, so yeah, yeah. Um, you'd, you'd probably know, but I feel like you could get more out of it on repeat viewings, um, yeah. whereas with the janitor, like, I don't think you're missing a whole lot. Yeah. Like, there's not, like, a hidden thing going on. Because in the janitor, there's nothing but senseless killing going yeah. on, really, mm-hmm. where this movie does have a story. In, in a way, I kind of put this as being a bloodier and slightly cheesier version of Stranger Things. Do you think that's... Affair. I'm not really getting it. What do you mean? This I movie? just think it, like it had a lot of the feel of Stranger Things. It's a bunch of kids on a, oh. on a mission. Okay, and I mean it was very much. It's, I feel like they're cut from the same cloth. But Psycho Gorman does put a lot more gore yeah. into it and things like. That. I do think. I mean, going back to what we were talking about before with the you know blending of adult themes and. Uh, kids movies mm. i think that's that's why you got that feeling yeah. from it yeah because it just and i think think what makes this movie stand out and because i mean this movie has got a lot of attention in the horror community like and i think part of that is just because horror comedy you, there's not too many of them good ones right. i mean right. it's so i mean years go by before, where we get nothing and then there'll be a tucker and dale yeah or there'll be uh you know Shaun of the dead or something like that those are two bigger budget ones but 
there's a lot more movies that are bad that end up being good accidentally in in comedy wise than good with the intention of being comedy like a horror movie horror comedy okay. yeah like i have we have the money to make a serious and real movie yeah. but we're going to make it funny and i and think it's goofy it, yeah and i think ha- making a horror comedy is harder than what you might assume because they're the the line between horror and comedy but no the, the you know when you got a hor- like horror movies it's it's when they try to do comedy and mix it into horror you got it it's a it's a fine line at rocking because you Gavin help me out with this I don't know you don't know <laughs> I don't know I mean I I think like to make a good horror comedy I think like it helps to start with the comedy you think so and just yeah. and just go dark or go bloody yeah I think trying to force humor into a horror movie might be a harder sure. trick to do yeah so maybe yeah but for some reason, I mean, we just don't see too many of them. Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah, not, not too many, many good ones. Not right. too many good ones. Right, yeah. yeah. Whereas, you know, and Psycho Goreman was definitely one of those that stands out, you know. So, like, in the genre that this movie's in, would you say that this is a pretty stellar representation of... Horror comedy? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it I think it's, it earned the, the IMDb rating that it has. What did you just say? 6.2? Yeah, I think I would give it a little more than that. I'd give it like seven and a half. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd I'd go higher than that, but I can understand that. Even though we think it's great, there's going to be people who are like, "God, why would I watch that?" <laughs> right. I mean, those are not the people that should be listening to this because yeah. then I don't know why you would listen to a horror podcast. But no, I think it's great. Whether it's will it ultimately be loved as much as Shaun of the Dead? I don't know. I mean, me personally, I think I would like it more than Shaun of the Dead, personally. Okay. Um, but I don't know if I could say that five years from now. Maybe maybe not. But I don't love Shaun of the Dead as much as a lot of people do. So, mm. Yeah, see, I love Shaun of the Dead. I, I think, like, whenever I, I think I of like it comedy, fine. that's where my mind goes. I like it fine, but I like Tucker and Dale better. Yeah, well, yeah, I like Tucker and Dale better, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The premise for Tucker and Dale was just awesome. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead I like fine, but like it's not to me like the major cult movie that it has become. Like yeah. it's fine. Yeah. But it's not to me I would never put it like in a top ten. Yeah. So do you guys have a favorite kill scene in this movie? I personally I think when the guy that was that he suspends an animation for eternity when that guy falls over and, <laughs> and just splits into a million pieces and his mouth is just like, thank you. Something like that. <laughs> I think that, that was pretty fun. good. Yes. Yeah. And in fact, that as far as like, I think gore wise, that first killing mm-hmm. was probably the most gory. Like yeah. when he killed the three, I think they were homeless people or something yeah. that he first yeah. came upon and he killed them. I think that was probably the goriest one. Um, Actually, my favorite wasn't even a kill scene, but I really liked when the dad punched him, or gave him a high five and just snapped his hand off. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That was so, great, and, especially since the whole movie he was complaining about his hand from tra- <laughs> yeah. from picking up one shovel full of dirt. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and my favorite kill scene also isn't the kill scene. So uh, yeah, failed there. We failed miserably. I like 
when he turns the police officer inside out or whatever it is that he <laughs> that guy. like just the makeup or whatever of going forward yeah with, yeah with the officer like stumbling around his arms I flailing think, i do think they got I, the same slime guy from jason Bates yeah because yeah, they did a good job yeah <laughs> like that was that was really well done yeah as far as like non like kill scenes though by by far my favorite scene in the movie and my favorite character ties into this my favorite character is the dad and it's a scene when he's t- talking he's having this heartfelt conversation with his daughter and uh, he 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 talks about a time when he was younger. That when he was a kid, a guy told him that he had a, a whole collection of baseball cards in the back of his weird van. <laughs> and the kid, he's like, sure. And he gets in the van or whatever. He shows him his was it pristine. Yeah, it's, I don't it's, know. Yeah, it's yeah. Pristine this guy baseball he, card collection. Yeah, huge, huge <laughs> pristine baseball card collection. So, you know, I just, stuff like that is just great. And that whole character, the, the father character to me was, was great. I, if you, if you haven't, haven't figured out yet, I really like the scumbag characters in movies. <laughs> um, and this, the dad was just that. I mean, he's just a pile of shit. And to add to that part, that scene, he's telling his daughter this story because he's trying to convince his daughter that it's a good idea to give the psycho killing machine that she has control of because she holds this gem. Yeah. She's like, he's trying to convince her to give the gem to the guy so he can heal. But if he heals, she no longer has control of him. Yep. In theory, he'll just run around and start killing everybody in sight. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, not a great father figure. Dude, who is it? Do you guys have a favorite character in that? A lot of people really like the little girl in that movie. Yeah, I mean, I for me, it's it's the little girl. Yeah. yeah. No, one, no, no one else would what come close for me I, my favorite scene is the same as your favorite scene yeah, yeah. but I don't particularly like the dad other than that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that definitely the little girl I mean yeah she's she was, awesome in that yeah movie. she's she's awesome she's a bitch but <laughs> but I mean but, but in a way that's just yeah like, but it really really worked yeah. and she pulled it off really yeah. really she did because well. she didn't you know like we were talking about uh, off the podcast we were talking about when we were watching Jason T- Takes Manhattan we had been talking about uh, characters that are like really annoying characters in horror movies that mm. just ruin the movie. And I feel like in this movie, that little girl could have been that if they would have cast it wrong. Yeah. Actually, I, yeah. I could see that. I yeah. could definitely see that because that's a risky character. It is. I but mean, they got the right girl to do it. And the she was really, really like, I mean, she like every scene with her, she's got that same attitude. But for some reason, it's it's almost endearing. It's almost like I don't know. Like it was, it works. Which also, you said you looked up the characters, right, Gavin? Sure. Like she's never really done anything else. No, there's pretty. I mean, the director's been around for a while, and and the guy who did the voiceover narration in the very beginning, like the space scrolling mm-hmm. thing. He was he was a pretty big deal. He just died like a month ago. But that was it. Like none of the actors you see on screen are anybody. Because it, that's surprising to me. Because that girl was really good. Yeah. And you would think she would have gone on to do something. Because, yeah. but maybe that's the only character. Maybe that's just her. Maybe that's who she really is. <laughs> and that's the only thing she could be. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like as far as. Uh... The characters in that movie, I think they did a really good job. I mean, the the father, the scumbag father, and the uh, the 
the main characters, the, the girl, little girl, and the brother that's just, like, forgetful. Yeah. Forgettable, I mean. Like, yeah. every time, Psycho Gorman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so, I, you know, they did a really good job with, you know, I don't want to say, like, the plot, because the plot is just kind of ridiculous, you know, finding the gem and whatever. It, But it's, uh, but the characters themselves were really, you know, likable mm-hmm. in their own way, you know. And I think that put that elevates it up a little bit too. No, that was about. I mean, I agree with that completely. Like all the characters fit in perfectly. Like I didn't like the dad, but what they did with him was good. Yeah. But then it was weird too because I also didn't like the mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. but that kind of plays out because she turns later. Yeah. So it's kind of okay to not like the mom. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought like. Like you said, there's not much of a plot there. Yeah. But for, with what they had developed for a plot, they did everything very well with the characters. Yeah. Like yeah. all the characters... There isn't a character in this movie that I felt like I would look at and say, God, that was just a terrible casting. Yeah. You know, like everybody played their role very well. Yeah. And, and I don't know... That could be directing or that could... But, but yeah, it was just done very well. Yeah. That. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I and I thought too that like the progression of like so PG is just like this you know like super dark character yeah and just brutal you know like he like we should say that PG is Psycho Gorman yeah yeah that's what they call him throughout the movie so he's like his character is so is just like seen everything he's been around for an, a practically eternity or whatever and just like but I love the fact that like it doesn't seem. Like he just switches on a dime into the, the like giving a shit about the little girl. It it seems it fits. Like yeah. you know, sometimes in movies it's like, wait, what? You know, yeah. like they don't do enough development to make it believable that this character but I think they did a good job with it with that. Yeah. I mean I will say like like he was really threatening up until the point when the parents met him. Yeah. And then once the parents met him he he told the parents that he was going to kill him. He was blah blah yeah, blah blah blah. blah. And then after <laughs> that, it just he never really talked about killing them. Yeah. So I I don't know. I feel like there was a pretty hard line there where they just kind of so? stopped it. But it worked. It, yeah. it didn't bother me. Like it sure. wasn't until you said that <laughs> that it's really like. like yeah. And this is something that watching a movie like this, I would be like. Oh yeah. man, that was ridiculously stupid. That was right. horrible. Blah blah blah. Know, and I, it wasn't. It, I think that it, I think he went from being very dark to being caring, and I thought it was a it was a smooth. Do you, yeah. do you think so? I, I did. I thought it, I thought it was handled really well. Where there were points in the middle where you didn't know if mm-hmm. he got the gem back if he was just gonna flip. Yeah. Uh, but by the end, you kind of see him coming around, and I love I love that the little girl, not intentionally. But the little girl like awakens him to his sexuality. I yes, thought, yes, I thought I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Like he's been killing people for thousands of years, and then through sheer accident, he discovers that part of his anger stems from the fact that he's in love with other men. Yeah, but he didn't realize that. Yeah, Hunky how did I miss this? Hunky <laughs> boys in particular. Hunky boys. Yeah. 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 When when did this happen? Because I don't recall. I didn't. get She that. gives him a, like a catalog to look at. Yeah. And and he's like, I don't want that. And then he sees like the shirtless men. He's like, maybe I do want that. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's literally what he says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's like, uh, she's she hands it to him. She's like, there's hunky boys in there. And he's like, I do not care for hunky boys. <laughs> and he's like, or do I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
totally went right oh, over man, my that's head. Oh, man, that's one of the best and, scenes. Yeah, that is really awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the most memorable parts, I think. But, yeah, do you guys want to do a rating on this one? I kind of already did. but Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's do it. it. So, do you want me to start? Yeah, go for um, it. I believe I gave the janitor a six. Was it, Does that sound I right? don't know, sure. But I think I... Whatever I gave the janitor, I think it was a six. I'm going to go even with it on okay. this one. I'm, I, as I said before, I'm going like 7.5. Okay. Well, yeah, I gave the janitor a 10. And even though I like this better, I'm <laughs> going to give it a nine, which makes no sense. But mm-hmm. but I'm going to give it a nine. It does make sense because you're giving the janitor a 10 for because it was amazing for what it was. Yeah. And this yeah. movie had a much janitor- bigger budget. Higher expectations. The Janitor's not a good movie, and I definitely wouldn't recommend it to people, except for certain specific people. Mm-hmm. But Psycho Gorman, I would recommend wholeheartedly to people. I would, yeah. I would be like, unless you really don't like excessive cheesy blood, like if that's something that turns you off, don't yeah. watch it. But beyond that, I could see this being popular among a wide range of people. Yeah, as long as you can appreciate horror comedy. Yeah. Then then it, it it's definitely worth watching. And I would say that this movie was the most watchable of all the movies yeah. we watched. It, yeah. Because it's going to offend the least amount of people because the janitor still has that cheap kind of yeah. low budget look to it. This yeah. movie doesn't have that at all. Yeah. It, it's it's polished. It looks good throughout the whole yeah. thing. And so I think it, it is the most watchable one. I mean, Jason is very watchable, but it's so intolerant. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. There's like nothing that happens the whole movie. So like just yeah. the fact that it looks good doesn't really do much because there's nothing that happens. It, yeah, it, it's quite boring. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> anybody else got anything else on this one? Well, or? I thought it's kind of where you're going, but I, but apparently it wasn't. But also like it's not offensive. In like the janitor, there's things that... I I think would definitely be offensive to some people. Yeah, and Psycho Gorman, like they they say frig, they say hacking. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. they don't really swear. There's no nudity. So other than like the over the top cartoonish violence, it's not. It could literally be rated PG. It would have probably in the eighties have been rated PG. Do you yeah. know what it is rated? I, I don't. Didn't, I didn't even look. I don't. Hey, I don't even know it is can't can't because this was a Canadian movie, right? Yeah. So does this even have? Do they have the same? Yeah, I mean system? the states don't give it a rating for the yeah. US. But I mean, uh, if the oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I I mean I don't know. I I mean it probably is just R. Yeah, if they gave it an R, it's just for the excessive gore. Or but it, but it, but it, it shouldn't even. I mean this is totally a PG thirteen at yeah. best. I mean you yeah. take the gore out of it and. It's literally a movie you could sit and watch with your kids. Yeah, so, yeah. And it depends. I mean, the gore is not that offensive. So you could still almost watch it with your kids, depending on yeah. who you are. It's not as I offensive did. as the garbage <laughs> panel. Oh, yeah. See, Jason has tested this. Oh, thing. yeah, they loved it. it. Works. They absolutely so, loved it. So I think that anybody else got anything they want to add to Psycho Gorman? No. No? No. <laughs> Do we, uh, yeah, no. Do we no. know what our next movie is right now? Uh, well, I think we should go back to watching bad movies. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, that's a good question. Um, what are you, what are you guys thinking? I, I've got one. Sure. Oh. Bad taste, man. Okay. <laughs> that's. Do you, want to bring, do you want to do bad taste? I'll do bad taste. I'll do bad taste. So, yeah. our next episode will be bad taste. 
just to give a little prequel to this, this is is it Peter Jackson's first movie it ever is. made? Yeah. So for anybody out there that doesn't know who Peter Jackson is, Peter Jackson was the director of the Lord of the Rings. King series. Kong. Yeah, yeah, King Kong. Yeah. Very went on to do a lot of very, very big things. Lovely bones. And yeah. this was his very first movie that he ever directed. Yep. And it's Terrible. A masterpiece. <laughs> uh, it's, well, we'll talk about that when we talk about yeah. it. It's it's not terrible, but I, I can understand why you might think it it's is. It's not Lord of the Rings. It's not. <laughs> it, it, granted, it is better than Lord of the Rings, but yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back in two weeks with Bad Taste. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and Horror Movie Review Podcast. Join us in two weeks for another exciting movie review.